849 on the Crosstalk on WIZM. Our guest on the Crosstalk, Mayor Tim Cabot. Thank you very much for speaking with us this morning, Mayor. I, I appreciate it a great Good morning. deal. Uh, I, I, we were gonna, I want to talk about the uh, sewer agreement, uh, but I have two quick questions uh, with regard to uh, the Green Island Ice Arena. Uh, from sure. from the listeners, uh, is has there been or would there be any consideration of the city to borrow the money to fix Green Island and and fix it up and keep it in operation? Yes, that's an option. I, uh, basically, at, at this point, we're looking at a sustainable plan going forward. The building and ice needs about three point five million dollars in repairs. Uh, our our bigger concern really is. The, the use of the facility, uh, the curling club, which is one of our larger users, are building their own facility. And at this point, we're not sure about the future of the Cooley Region Chill. So between those two groups, that's a vast majority of, of the users. And without them, we're uh, really trying to you know determine how to attract more users than to replace. So, right. yes, that's definitely an option. Uh, last night's park board meeting had a lot of uh, you know, information and obviously passion from the community for Green Island. And what I'm looking forward to here over the next few months is to see if we can get the user groups and the community together to come up with a, a plan to go forward. Right. If your two biggest renters of uh, ice time uh, go elsewhere or uh, build their own or f- uh, close, uh, shut down with uh, regard to the chill, for instance, the kids don't make up enough money or ice time to keep the facility open and running, do they? That, that's correct. And as we, you know, have looked at other, uh, the sort of the neighboring uh, ice arenas and how they operate, usually what it takes is for one of the user groups to step up and to be able to, you know, really manage and operate that facility in partnership with the city. So that's that's what we're looking for. The chill up to this year had been, that main operator, the city took it over, and so now we're to the point where we really need to find that other kind of long-term user group or groups that can can work with us. If none of that happens, would the building be knocked down or repurposed? And if repurposed, to what? Any thoughts on that? Well, the, that is one of the options. I don't. Uh, there isn't anything that I've heard or in conversation that the building would be demolished. I, we would repurpose the building and still keep it available as an ice arena if, you know, a few years down the road something should change and we would be able to get a, uh, a user group to, you know, to kind of take over the ice part of it. So I, I would be very surprised to see the building be demolished. It would be utilized for something else. Uh, one other quick question. Do any of the uh, 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 park facilities break even? Uh, that's a, well, that's a good question, Mike. I don't have the answer. I I know uh, recently, uh, like the loggers in Copeland Park and the Pettibone Boat Club and some of the others, we have been able to develop long-term agreements that have been really a a win-win for public and private partners. Um, You know, to a certain extent, the city is still subsidizing because these are uh, you know, these are public goods, and they add to our quality of life. So there, there is always going to be some city subsidy. It's just really a matter of how do you prioritize and get a handle on all the needs because, the you know, the, the needs are a lot larger than what we have for resources. Sure. All right. So you probably heard – thank you very much for that. Let's, uh, 
Let's uh, change gears here. The uh, uh, sewer agreement, uh, specifically with city of Onalaska, uh, kind of hooked up or, or kind of held up. We spoke with city administrator uh, Eric Reinflisher earlier today, and he said, for the most part, all of the necessities have been agreed to. The hookup fee, the increases over three years, they've moved on from no metro district. The agreements, uh, all agreements seem to be pretty well dotted and uh, T's crossed, except the services fee. Is that a deal breaker for the city, except the services fee or or else? Yes, that really is uh, our common council and myself have said for years now that that is part of any new agreement and we're uh, we're you know fully prepared to move forward we did provide with uh this latest version of the agreement to not only Alaska but the other communities a different way to um a different way to to charge users so that the there was you know the regional services fee in my mind has gone away it's been replaced by a dividend that the users of the, the service then pay into the city, much like any other customer pays into a business. There's a certain amount of return on investment, and the city would then use that return on investment for these regional types of services. So for an Alaska homeowner, for example, it's about $30 per household per year uh, as far as what that equates to. And that, you know, seems very reasonable, and that's what we have proposed to not only Alaska but to the other communities, too. Right. So changing the name of the uh, services fee, I'm not sure, is going to change the taste in uh, the city of Alaska's uh, mouth with regard to paying twice. Uh, uh, they have a problem helping you uh, fix your roads and build your uh, lacrosse center expansion when in on alaska they have their own roads and their own uh, uh, center uh, to maintain so paying to build yours and theirs kind of tough to do well it's it's more than simply changing the name our original proposal was a a fee that would come out of the on alaska budget for example and they expressed grave concerns about their own levy limits that the state imposes on them as well as their expenditure restraint limits. So we heard that and listened and made a change so that it's actually the utility rate payers, uh, again, each household in Alaska that would pay approximately $30 more per year that would be part of a dividend. And this uh, this type of user rate uh, for utilities is widely accepted. It's legal by the Wisconsin Public and Service uh, Public Service Commission, and has been used by many other metro areas all around the country. So we found a really good what we feel is a compromise, and so this there isn't any monies coming out of the Unalaska budget to pay for lacrosse roads. It's based on the people using the largest regional service, which is our sewer. And I get it. Uh, man, I, man, I wish we had some more time. We will obviously get a chance to talk again uh, because that fee is, uh, as the mayor just said, a deal breaker uh, for them. Uh, agree or, or think of something else to do. And in Alaska, they're already thinking about uh, building their own facility and going their own way.